Welcome to another episode of the Good Guy Podcast. My name is Brandon Dixon. I am a happily married man and a humble father of four. And as always, I am joined by none other than the Honorable, the Reverend, Slim Rev, a.k.a. Joshua Ezzy. What's going on, BD? Texas B, how you feeling, bro? Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. It's another day. It's another podcast. We've got a good episode for the people today. How you doing over there in Carolina? Man, I'm feeling good. School just started back. Now I've put on my father figure hat again. Okay. Man, I ain't been tackled by so many kids in my life, bro. They they missed missed Slim Rev or Mr. Azzy to them. But I'm glad to be back, man. Um, a lot of the bad kids, I love them. I don't necessarily call them bad, challenging mm-hmm. kids are no longer at the school. <laughs> so, you know, I love them. I, I, I wish them Godspeed. I wish them nothing but great things in their future. But I'm just kind of glad I don't have to deal with some of them mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis in the school year. But I'm not going to really mess up that because the year's still young. Kids are still being registered. And only it takes that one or two to be... New kids re-enrolled. Sometimes I'd rather have the bad kids of last year than new bad kids. At least I have a relationship with the previous challenge kids. But when they come to the school, they're fresh and anew. Mm. You're limited on the, what? Yeah. Sometimes the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. That's oh, BD. Don't make me cut this podcast off and then do a live on my YouTube channel talking about it's better to get... Anyway, forget it. Maybe that wouldn't preach. That's just a good quote from BD. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. But at um, that. yeah, I'm sure you'll have some bad kids come uh, come along your way. I'm not gonna I lie. hope not. I need I need I need this to be a smooth year. Okay. Well, anyway, for our listeners, we do want to thank all of our uh, loyal listeners and subscribers. Thank <clears throat> you so much for watching the podcast every week. For those of you who have not yet subscribed, we hope that you will go ahead and hit that subscribe button and hit the bell so that you get post notifications if you enjoy our content. Um, we do post every Friday, um, but hit that bell so you get those post notifications. Share the content, um, comment, like, all that good stuff. Help us out here at the Good Guys Podcast. Yeah, right. y'all don't y'all don't understand how much that helps the channel grow. The more you like, the more you comment, the more you engage, the higher our videos go up, and that puts us in a position to grow the channel. We have I think 525 subscribers since the last time I checked. That is great. We have grown substantially in a month and a half since we started two months or so. But we, we we got goals for this. We want to get into a place where we can reach a lot of people. And there's a lot of good guys and good gals out there that needs two good guys to lead them. Help us lead them today. Help us. Help, Help us. us lead. All right. We're going to go ahead and get started with the podcast, as we <clears throat> customarily do with the weekly airing of grievances. And I've got one that's fresh off the press, Josh. I literally just got finished uh, the finishing off uh, this documentary with my wife. For some reason, my wife saw fit to have me watch What the Health. Should have watched I know the where, it, You know, it's one of those movies I should have watched alone because then I could have pretended maybe like I didn't watch it. Yeah. Um... 
I know we're a little late on it. It came out. I don't know when it came out. It was a while back. And I know it was all the rage. Everybody was talking about it, talking about how it's changed their lives and how, you know, it, 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 look. It was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Scary movie, bro. Very scary. It's a scary movie. I've seen Freddy's. I've seen the Jasons of the world. Okay. I've seen the, the, the Michael Myers, the Halloweens. Yeah. None of those, Josh were worse than the atrocities that I witnessed watching what the health. Okay? Just completely un just attempted to take all the joy and pleasure out of my life. You can't eat anything. Chicken. Can't do it. You know? They injected with all kinds of hormones and, and antibodies or I don't even know what the stuff is called, but it's <clears throat> disgusting. Cutting open the chickens and pus is coming out. Beef. Can't eat beef. Same thing. They feed on grass and pesticides and all this stuff. You know, the animal fats clogging your arteries. It's the cause of diabetes and, 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 and cancer and everything else that's wrong with the world. I can't eat eggs. I thought eggs were, you know, I thought eggs were healthy. You can't eat eggs. They're filled with fat and cholesterol. They're clogging your arteries too. Dairy. You know, the list goes on. It's like, what can I eat? It makes you feel bad. They even had a segment talking about how, you know, they're, 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 you know, raising the animals out in my parents' hometown, Duplin County, North Carolina. That's where my parents are from. And I know they're not lying because we used to drive through there when we would visit my grandparents and it smells so that hit home and it's like <sighs> i can't unsee what i saw okay hmm. but at the same time i'm not gonna stop eating meat don't stop bd not all Can't the way stop. don't stop because here's why, my thing why stop well here's my thing you're still gonna die yeah Okay, you can go your whole life. You can eat the healthy foods. You can, you know, just everything. You're still going to die. You could still walk in the middle of the street and get hit by a bus. And I'll outlive you with a burger in my hand. <laughs> I mean, I'm look, I am going to try to make some changes. I, I'm actually, my wife is gung-ho. She's all for it. She's vegan, you know, for life now. I give it to I'm going to. I'm going to try to rock it out with her because I'm, you know, I'm her husband. I'm going to rock with her during the week. Okay. I'm going to try to do the vegan thing. But on the weekends, I'm going to have to have some meat. I'm going to have to get what I want. Okay. Modification. I mean, not modification. Moderation. moderation. Modification leads to moderation. Mm -hmm. I, I, sorry, yeah. I, I just did Maybe. a video. So I. That didn't okay. work. But what I'm trying to say is... You tried. Yeah, man. Moderation, man. Listen. What is really healthy, vegans? <laughs> Even if you eat the vegan food, do you know if it's truly good for you? Y'all out there eating fake meat? How sad are you? How, how low can you go? If you're going to be vegan, don't eat foods that sounds, that looks or tastes like animals. Okay? <laughs> My thing is this, man. Like, you know, I stick with the grass-fed stuff. Like, and like at the end of the day, the greatest thing that I have 
in my repertoire when it comes to eating what I eat is that I pray over it. Mm. Listen, prayer is not just for vegans. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So I can I can eat all the food and make my food holy and acceptable. That don't that don't make I'm stupid and I go out there and eat a bunch of pork every day. Right. It just says, Lord, before me today is something that was probably injected with antibiotics and stuff. <laughs> God, I believe that you can get in between these juices of this meat and purify it. Mm. Lord, use the same meat from the fatted calf that the prodigal son's father slain. Right. Father, I believe that these are the cows that are on the hills that you own, that you said in your word, you own a cattle on a thousand hills. Lord, make this meet one of those cattle, Father. Mm. Father, I pray right now that these oils in these fries will go in my system and out the system and won't touch any passageway of my arteries, Lord. And I pray right now, Father, that everything that I put in my mouth comes out the way you made it and it doesn't stay where it shouldn't stay. And I pray over my food. I'm not going out there, be out there and just eat crazy all the time, but you're not going to take my cheat meals. You hear me? That's right. If I can't cheat in real life, you're not going to take the cheating from my food. <laughs> That's right. I'm not, you know what I mean? Some of these vegans are out here just living any kind of way, sleeping with whoever they want to sleep with, being undisciplined in other areas of their life. I'm not doing it, okay? I'm loyal to my wife, okay? Yes. I'm here for my kids, and I'm raising all of them. That's so if I want to have a double cheeseburger on the weekend, I'm just going to have to pray over it, and it's just going to have to be sanctified, and that's, that's all there is to BD, it. BD, that's the closest we can get to a mistress. Our mistress are food. That's it. Can I, can, I, can I just look at a double cheeseburger and all of its curves and all of its just beauty and just say, man, I'm going to devour you? Wait, you just talked to that double cheeseburger, bro. Hey, man, listen, man. <laughs> Food is the closest to the love of women. I'm telling mm. you. Oh, love of, <laughs> love of my wife. Sorry. Oh, I quoted caught, I David on that, y'all. That was, David was talking to Jonathan. Let me get to the mm. text. David okay. was talking okay. to Jonathan and said that his friendship with Jonathan surpasses the love of women. Back in, back in David's day... Polygamy was accepted back in David's day. They mm. could have multiple wives. So I in the Joshua Ezzy version of the text, mm -hmm. that food is close to the love that I have with my wife. Not women, mm. wife. Absolutely. But you're not going to take my chili cheese fries away. You're not going to take my double cheeseburgers away. You're not, you're not, you're not. You're not going to take good, wholesome pizza. You're not going to take it away from me. Now... Will I go to mod pizza and do some modifications? Will I not go to places that would give me the best that they have to offer? Will I go to Whole Food and get my wild caught salmon and get my sardines and get my grass fed Those beef? are bad too. Those are bad too. Fish are bad too. You can't have fish either. Well, you know what? <laughs> Eat your grass, man. According to uh, uh, what the health. You cannot have fish either. They have uh, an, a, a, too mercury. much mercury. But if, but if you get wild, listen, man, listen, listen. All I know is if they lying on the package and labels, I know who ain't going to lie to me. And that's the mm. Heavenly Father. And he says, son, you eat well. I don't know what chapter and verse that is in. But mm -hmm. as I live, I'm going to eat well, man. I'm going to pray over my food. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm not going to be stupid and eat bad. 
I'm not going to go to McDonald's and Burger King. I'm not going to go to these crazy places. But what I'm not going to do is not live my best life. And a part of my best life is eating food. What is there to eat? Grass? Grains? Even the vegan stuff that you eat, you don't think they put... Do you not think that the vegan market, which is a multi-billion dollar industry, that they're not going to put chemicals in there if they know the masses? No matter where you go and eat, it's probably not good for you. We're living in the last days. So you better pray over your food. You better eat what you can eat to the best of your ability. Exercise, drink water. You know what I'm saying? Chew your food 22 times. You see what I'm saying? Get some, get some, get a balanced diet. But yeah, I can't do, I can't do milk and stuff. There's certain things that my body rejects, but I'm not going to reject. Yeah, I think they got me with that milk. Like that, they show. I don't do milk. There's there's some truth to some of that stuff. Like eggs do have a lot of cholesterol. Yeah, but they have, but they, but but they have good cholesterol too. It's just the overdoing it of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. But yeah, yeah. no, I, I definitely think a lot of the stuff that they said in the documentary is. I mean, a lot of it's true. A lot of it's good. And I think that a lot of diseases that we have oh, yeah, for sure. can, you know, be reversed and cured <clears throat> by eating, you know, natural foods. And I'm cool with that. Like I said, I mean, I already generally eat healthy during the week and then I kind of, you know, lo- loosen up on the weekends. I might go, you know, I might try to eliminate more meat out of my diet and not, you know, base my diet off of like, oh, I have to have meat with every meal. Nah, nah. But I'm not... I'm not just completely eliminating meat. Like, that's I mean, not going to happen. Let me just tell you the Slim Rev diet. What I eat on a daily basis, I do nothing but egg whites, maybe one yolk on a good day. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I do bison. Bison is considered one of the healthiest meats out there. I do a lot of salmon. I do a lot of sardines. I do a lot of vegetables. When I do cheat, I like to cheat at Whole Foods and give me a double bison burger with cheese. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With some large fries. And when I, if I want me a good piece, I go to my piece. So Coach ain't out here just eating in the slum villages of, of foods. I do find the highest quality, but man, enjoy yourself. Yeah, in I think moderation. it's... Some... Right. We definitely don't, and I know we talk about, you know, foods and all that stuff all the time. Don't get it twisted. <clears throat> the, the Rev and the Texas B, we don't just eat like crap all no, the time. Like that's not, not the food that we eat all the time. You see that we skin quality? You see that skin? Mm-hmm. You see, you see, you see the beard glowing, yeah. shining? Mm-hmm. I see. Looks like see, nothing but see. natural juices and berries over natural there. Natural juices and berries, man. You see what I'm saying? You see how slim the Rev is? You got mm-hmm. a full picture. Look at me. That's a lot of that's a lot of space over there. A lot of space over there. <laughs> there used to be that much space. It used to be like this. Hey, used God. to be that. <laughs> All of fill up the whole screen. Like, dang, coach, I can't see your wall. Hey. Now we can see the glorious backdrop that you have there. Yes. That's 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 brick. Solid brick. Solid brick. So yeah. Eat in moderation, but study to show yourself approved. Study what these food like. Listen, I look at the back. My wife don't like me. I look at the back of the labels of everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that's that's crazy out there in the vegetable world. Have you ever heard of um, what's the phrase? Have you ever heard of um, ah man, I forgot it. Not GMOs, but have you heard of uh, hybrid vegetables? Vegetables that was made in labs. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Think, look up. Look, look up hybrid vegetables. Vegetables that God didn't even make. 
vegetables without seeds, vegetables that was hybrids of two other vegetables. The devil was no busy in the ground too. Mm. So okay. no matter y'all vegans and vegetarians, y'all still eating the devil's fruits and vegetables. <laughs> what? I'd rather have the devil's be- meat than the devil's fruits and vegetables. Wow. Okay. Just joking. That didn't make sense. I would prefer both. But at the end of the day, just study to know what you eat and put in your body. Absolutely. But yeah, that was my area of grievance. I watched that documentary and it ruined my entire week. Hey man, it help it's gonna help you a little bit, but man, don't go to the deep end. I give your wife three months. That vegan, I tried vegan, I tried being a vegan for like a month. That thing is man, more power to y'all vegan. That thing is difficult. Bro, do you know my nose smell meat from miles away? <laughs> Do you know how, bruh, no, man. And I'm over here getting the, the vegan chicken nuggets, bro. But they're still high in sodium. So you still, right. no matter what, it's processed. Most of y'all vegans' food is processed. It's still like the processed meat. I'm going to try to do like a lot of beans and rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Chickpeas, that kind of stuff. We'll see how it goes. Avocados, we'll see how it goes. But uh, Man, BD, you look sad, bro. Yeah, it's it's kind of depressing. It's not exciting. Hopefully, I'll do it, and then the effects will start to kick in. You know, maybe my skin will get a little clearer. You know, maybe my eyes will be a little brighter and wider. And and I, I don't know. There'll be something that how, just says, you know what? But how would this your is so- great? I'm gonna keep this going. Bruh, but how would your soul feel? Hmm. Bro, have you ever bitten to a rib, bro? But look, man, don't don't bring that up right now. I'm trying to make these decisions, okay? I'm trying to talk that myself brown into thinking sugar, that I can do that this. That brown see, sugar you, you put on those ribs, see, bro. That, 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 see, get thee behind me, Satan. The sizzle. <laughs> Have you ever heard vegetables sizzle like beef on a grill, bro? <laughs> Have you? Broccoli sizzles, kind of. <laughs> no. It's a sad sizzle. It's a sad <laughs> it's sizzle. It's a sad sizzle. But nah, but nah, for real though, during the week, do your thing, man. I, me and my wife, we eat very clean during the week, but man. Hey, man, you got it though. I've been concerned about you. You used to put like five, six yolks in your eggs. I'm like, BD, one, right. one, one egg yolk is 60% of your daily cholesterol. Right. That's what I said. There's some stuff in there I absolutely needed to take heed because, yeah, I go I go in on the eggs and I need to stop that. Right. So. I was concerned about you years ago. Just get you some egg whites, bro. Egg white cartons. Hey. I got that. I got that. So, so, so what is your I have wife? One today. What about your kids? <laughs> That's the hard part, man. That's the hard part. Them dinosaur gonna... chicken nuggets gonna be very attractive to you. Exactly. We're gonna you, try you to do it, it ourselves, and then we're gonna work on the kids after that, so that they can eat. Man, as well. just be partial vegans, man. Don't go all the That's way. That's what I said. I'm gonna be a part time vegan. It's gonna be like Monday through Friday, like you know. Like, most of the time, I'm going to be vegan, and then sometimes I'm not. Why not be pescatarian? Because the what the hell says that fish is bad as well. Man, is what the hell God, bro? <laughs> All I heard was what the hell said. What the hell says? Like, listen, bro. Go to the Holy Ghost and figure out what you should do as far as you and your house, man. These people be scaring you. And all of a sudden, now they're making all this percentage of money from the vegan community. How do we not know? Look at the credits. See who really sponsored this video. Hmm? Mm. Hmm? 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 Think about that. Who sponsored the video? Look who sponsored it. Look who supports it. And see if they're making money off of the transitions of fear. 
Mm. Fear has a direct correlation to financial prosperity to some. You know what? I think you're right, Josh. I think it is only right that I continue to consume meat in copious amounts because to not do so is a extra is a demonstration of my lack of faith in my God uh, to heal me from any sicknesses now, or don't, diseases. Don't be stupid, BD. <laughs> I didn't say them. I didn't mean. I didn't say be stupid. I just said be. Studious. <laughs> nah, man, there's a lot of men and women who said, God, nah, man, you gotta be smart. But right. man, salmon and wild caught salmon is good for you, bro. Sardines are good for you. If they're wild caught, get you some bison that's better than cows. Just change. Just change your meat quality to a higher level. That is and exactly. bruh, if you're gonna be vet, you should have stayed in New York. How are you going to be a vegan in Texas? That's why I, I know it's the I was thinking about that. I was like, I should I should have did this in New York. There was nothing to eat up there. Bruh, you're not going to make it in Texas. It's hard here. There's so much good food. Bruh, now we got to find out some good vegan spots down. There's going to be a bunch of... Wow, bro. You can't even have chicken Alfredo. You can't have chicken Parmesan. It actually works out perfectly because we're going to do the Impossible Whopper, though. So it's going to be great. Do you know how much soda? I looked up the impossible. Do you know how much sodium and cholesterol is in an impossible whopper? How's it cholesterol? Bruh, come on, man. Come on. You think, you think, you think vegans? You think, you think, you think vegans ain't gonna infuse it? Do you know how much sodium you have to have for processed foods, bro? See, bro, your boy been in the game in a while, man. It's all up here, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, on, I'm on to both sides of the playing board, bro. I know what they're doing on both sides, man. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to be making changes in the Dixon household. Well, okay. The, well, the documentary worked. There you <laughs> it, go. It got the house full of fear. We're throwing this said, away. All that money y'all threw away yesterday. <laughs> oh, we haven't thrown anything away. There are, there are a few items in the refrigerator that we will not be partaking of going forward, but we will be eating this weekend. We will not be throwing it away. We will be eating it. Don't go. It you don't burn yourself out. Do three days a week, five days a week, because if you try to go hard, bro, you're not going to make it. Nah, I, <clears throat> I told my wife because she wants to go like all in. I'm like, babe, I'm telling you now, if you cold turkey take away my chicken, my brisket, you know, there's seven days a week, 24 seven, I'm going to burn out quick. And I'm not going to be happy and I'm going to quit and then I'm going to go back twice as hard and start eating out during the week. So I was like, look, I'm going to give you Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to have to get, you know, I'm going to have to reward myself. But that's how we're going to rock out. Ho, 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 ho. Do you know what veganism is? It's abstaining from. That's no uh, butter. That's no butter. Do you know there's there's no so there's no Waffle House waffles. Oh, you, you can have Waffle you know, House. No, Waffle House made out of eggs. It got eggs in the waffle make mix. Does it? I'll go to Waffle House on the weekends. Well, right, I don't have do Waffle House. Anything anyway, you so. bake, anything you bake has eggs in it. I'm pretty sure there's stuff you can bake that doesn't have eggs. I'm just saying. Oh, well, you're not doing it seven days, so never mind. Yeah, I'll just do it on the weekend. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be making changes. With that said, we'll be reviewing the Chick-fil-A and Popeye's chicken sandwich later in the podcast. 
All right, we're going to go ahead and keep it moving into the main topic of the day. We're going to go ahead and start doing some part twos and part threes to some of these part ones that we, <laughs> we've got like well, three or four part ones out there floating around. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start to finish those <clears throat> up. So today we're going to do part two. I think it's going to be the final part of the... Well, we, yeah, are we you... got two more parts, yeah. Okay. We got two more parts? This one and another one. Oh, okay. So part two of the Are You Ready to Make Love and our d deep dive into sex within the confines of marriage. Josh. Yeah. I'm going to let you go ahead and take it. Yeah, man. For those who watched the last video, we talked about the spiritual and the mental components of preparation you must have or questions you have to ask yourself in regards to making love in your marriage. And the whole purpose of this talk is to get people to understand that making lust and making love are two totally different uh, things with two totally different expectations and two totally different sources. See what I'm saying? In order to make love, you have to know love. You have to know what love is. You need to walk with God who is love to understand the empathetic nature you have to have, the consideration you need to have <clears throat> in order to be pleasing and a pleasure to your significant other who's your wife or husband. And so what happens for most people, they marry so they don't burn with passion. And they make an excuse to get married for the sake of sex, but realize that sex before marriage and sex after marriage or sexual things before is not the same when it's with the same person. You see what I'm saying? So today we're going to be talking about the emotional and the physical components of making love in marriage. The emotional one is very deep. So prepare yourselves. We're going to take a deep dive into the emotions because that's the glue that has us attached to things that God wants to detach us from. Now, the first question you have to ask yourself when it comes to the emotional component of making love in a marriage is this. Are you emotionally free to make love or are you still emotionally attached to someone else? Are you emotionally free to make love to your wife or husband or are you still emotionally attached to someone else? This boils down to soul ties, BD. Right. So many people try to get up under somebody new to get over the old. Mm. They utilize sex to try to get rid of their ex. They try to go to the next to get rid of their ex, but they realize that you are not going to be of use or benefit or pleasing to someone else if there are an emotional competition with someone that's not present. And so many people are so tied still to an ex and is hindering their marriage. How many men out there and women out there are making love to their husband or wife with another person in mind? See what I'm saying? Dude, there, people understand how significant and how complex we as humans are. You have to understand that whoever you've been with or has significant moments with, you're going to have significant memories. And when there's one thing that you can never erase, and that's a memory. And now your husband and wife is competing because you still have an emotional connection to someone else. So the first question, BD, is <clears throat> are you emotionally ready to make love in marriage? Have you healed up? 
Because how can you be of help if you're still hurting? Hurt people, hurt people. Healed people, heal people. Healed people, help people. And if you still got emotional baggage, if you still got emotional attachment to someone else, then you are not ready for someone new. Because there's a lot of people who's married now still emotionally attached to someone else and they're not free to emotionally love fully, sexually, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually love someone the way they deserve? So that's the first question. And I'm going to see if you have anything to add to that, BD. Yeah, I mean, sex is a spiritual act. Like, it was designed by God, you know, to be within the context um, of a marriage, uh, of a marriage, because it is, you know, the physical, you know, manifestation of the man and the woman becoming one. So it's a deep act. Yeah, it's a deep act. And, and our society has devalued it. And, you know, they just make it like it's a re- recreational thing to do, like going jogging in the park. And, you know, people are walking around when you when you lay down with that person. Like, yeah, you, you, you you're in the act of becoming one with that person. You're taking a part of them with you. So you're holding on to that and you're going to your next relationship. And like you said, like. There's a reason why when you're in a relationship the relationship changes after y'all go to that level. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's just inevitable. It's going to happen. So when you've gone to that level with a person and then you get out of that relationship, that's why people try to run and lay down with somebody else so quickly because that, you know what I mean? They're feeling it. Like you feeling it in a different way versus if you never, you know, went to that level with that person, you know, it's it's easier to move on. So people run and try to, you know, get in bed with somebody else, I guess, to fill that void that they're missing now. And it just makes it worse. Now you're with somebody you haven't taken the time to properly vet to see if they're compatible with you. You're just jumping in the bed with somebody else. Now you're dealing with all the people that they dealt with. You're dealing with the stuff from your past. And it's just a whole it's just a mess. So absolutely, you need to make sure that you are emotionally ready, you know, to get in another relationship you need to take some time okay to make sure that you're good to make sure you spend the time with god to make sure that you you know look at the lessons that you need to learn from the past relationship so that you don't make those same mistakes when you choose the next person that you're gonna you know pursue in a relationship yeah you have to be at an emotional ease to sexually please your significant other you see what i'm saying you can't be emotionally restless emotionally bruised, wounded, saddened, so caught up in and 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 just hoping that this person will be significant enough to make you forget that it's an insignificant moment you had with a specific individual. And so many people do that. I counsel people, I coach people, I hear it all the time. You with this person. I had talked to people who was about to get married and they still bringing up their ex's name. It's because they never got the opportunity or they never gave themselves the opportunity to emotionally vent, man. You got to get over that person. God is the only one that can really help you process those emotional intricacies you see what i'm saying those emotional webs man and you got to go all the way to the conception you got to jump over that significant sexual act with your ex and go all the way to the beginning where your insecurities and your inadequacies were born 
You see what I'm saying? Because the only reason why people are looking for significant situations and specific individuals sexually, because they're trying to erase what happened in their family uh, uh, lives or what happened when they was younger. And because they're insecure and they never had attention from a woman before and it took that one woman to mess up his mind. Now he's crazy and now he's out there trying to hurt as many women as possible. Then when it's trying to time for him to settle down, he never healed in the process or a woman who felt disgusted from that rape or that molestation. And now she is uh, inwardly triggered to look for love from someone else who is masculine because of what happened to her whenever she went through. And now you got all these complicated stuff happening. And then what even makes it worse? You think you're ready for marriage. And now you got 16 people involved in your marriage, four people involved in your marriage. You're expecting all those personalities to dwell in the same place cohesively. Emotions are deep. They're indicators of a present mood. If you want to be at emotional ease, you have to be mentally renewed. You have to look at that significant moment, look at that situation and say, God, show me how to remember. Help me to remember differently. Help me to let that person go. Forgiveness is a powerful word, BD. It's two words, for and give. If you want to forgive, forgiveness is giving you the opportunity to go forward. Right. So if you're still dwelling <clears throat> on an X. Are you still dwelling on, oh, uh, because so many people, they're waiting on vindication. They're waiting on vengeance. So their new boyfriend, a new girlfriend is just trying to let the other person know that they moved on. We see through it all. We just saw last week on Instagram, you had bay number one. <laughs> and now we scroll and we see bay number two. <clears throat> right. You moving on too quick, young blood. Young lady, you moving on too quick. You got to deal with those emotional wounds because one thing a real man and a real woman do not have time for is helping you unpack your bags. Exactly. God is the only one that should be unpacking that baggage. We don't got time. Men of God, okay. women of God do not have time to deal with your daddy issues on both sides. Dealing with, we're talking about men and women because <clears throat> men got daddy issues too because their daddy wasn't there and they have issues in life. We don't got time to deal with the complicated situations you had with your sexuality or with this other person. No, you got to go to God, boo-boo. Yeah. That's not our responsibility. That was before, before <clears throat> we came along. And so, you know, that's the best way to uh, chase away when you finally do find that good guy, that, you know, that, that woman of virtue. That's the best way to chase them away is to come with your baggage and your insecurities and your problems from your previous relationships. And they're like, I'm not about to deal with that. Because I know what I'm about. I know what my purpose is. I know, you know, what I'm what I'm about. So I'm not you you worried about where I'm going. I'm going to church on Wednesday. It's Wednesday night. I'm going to church. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know, I'm going to the gym, I'm going to work out. Like you're not about to badger me with all your insecurities because of something that you experienced in the past because you chose to lay down with this dude and now that you know you holding on to them soul ties, I don't, I don't have time for that. Listen, so. it's no coincidence that we just passed the 35th minute. I don't know how this video is going to be edited, but it reminds me of Kevin Durant. <clears throat> what happens to most people is they get injured in love and then they expect to play in four to six weeks. When if you mm. injure, you got to let that injury heal. KD got hurt, got rushed back to the court, got hurt again, now out for a whole year. Could it be that you single because you tried to get back in love and made a sprained ankle into something worse? So what happens is you got to sit you behind that bench and get healed. Take your take your rehab. Get, do what you got to do. 
so that when right. you come back on the court, you don't have to worry about being injured again. And don't listen to other people. That's just a calf injury. That's just a <laughs> little injury. We need you out here. Mama talking to you, talking about, I'm wanting grandbabies. Dad talking to you, right. talking about, I want grandbabies. Don't let nobody get you back on the court of love just to get injured again. You heal right. up. And if you're emotionally wounded, man, you ain't ready to have sex with no wife because a wife needs all of your emotional attention. She needs to make sure your husband needs all of you present and not in your mind uh, getting an orgasm off of what another man, just the thinking of another man gets you turned on for him. Thinking of another woman gets you turned on for her. She right. needs all. He needs all of your mental, emotional, physical attention. And so many people still emotionally attached and, and you're not free enough to be free in making love. That's the first question, BD. I don't know if you got anything else to add to that, bro. You got it, man. The second one of the emotional category is, are you emotionally patient enough and empathetic enough for lovemaking? Are you emotionally patient? So many people rush into sexual situations in the context of marriage because to, they think that the sex in marriage is going to bring them emotional ease. And what happens is you've been addicted to porn for so long that you got false expectations and you emotionally at disarrest, or not disarrest, but you're emotionally uh, uh, distraught because your wife ain't performing to the level of your false expectations. And so right. now you're emotionally frustrated because she's not performing up to your standards. You have to understand, Not well, we said in other videos, those porn stars are professionals. <laughs> professionals. Do you know what professional means? That means they do that. That means they're experts. And a, and a wholesome woman of God, even if she had a past, ain't going to be able to throw it back like they will. And what happens is if you start using these other sexual tools to satisfy you in your singleness, then you're going to be at emotional uh, impatient when it comes to your wife who may be new to it or your husband that may be new to it, who may not, may not be the size that you're accustomed to or may not be uh, uh, as skilled as the women that you're accustomed to. You have to be emotionally free so that you can be at a place of understanding and empathy and, and excitement still because you're with the woman of your life. You see what I'm saying? Not the woman of your fantasies. The thing that messes up most people is they 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 try to introduce the woman or man of their fantasies to the women right. and men of their realities. And those right. two will never get along. So if you have this fantasy of a woman or this fantasy of a man, are you trying to convince them to become that woman or man? You're going to find yourself emotionally upset, emotionally impatient. And it's going to cause friction in your lovemaking. Now your woman's insecure. Now your man's insecure. Now they don't want no sex from you because they don't feel like they're able to please you. So my question is to you, are you emotionally patient enough and empathetic and understanding enough for lovemaking? Both, you know, you understand not everybody is able to do everything. Right. And you just have to be cleared from the heart and the mind to accept them where they are, to accept who they are and where they are in the sexual experience. That's right. Sex is, um, it's a spiritual act. It's also an emotional act as well. Yeah. You know, like it, it's, it's, it's intimate. It's, it's special. Like it's different. And that's the thing about, you know, like you said, when people, you know, come up watching that pornography and stuff like that, you watch those videos. I've never seen any. 
but there <laughs> there's no emotion involved you know what i mean like yeah. it's just you know getting what you want and doing you know whatever it is to you know please whoever the uh, the watcher is or whatever but it's not intimate it's not love making there's no emotion in that <clears throat> and that's what people see and then they get into marriage and that's what they're expecting or that's what they you know that's what they carry out with their wife and it's like she's like what what the heck is this like this isn't what i want to do like i'm not comfortable with this so to, and, if, to, you and if you go and if you go into thinking that marriage is going to be the savior of your sexual urges you're thinking wrong bro <clears throat> no you think it you thinking sex is going to be the emotional salvation to your emotions women you sadly mistaken don't, don't don't come up looking at porn and think you're all right I, you know what i gotta get over this porn addiction let me go get married because then i'll be able to have sex with my wife whenever mm -mm. i want to it ain't gonna cure all that no no it will not only god can cure that no marriage right. no person can because most people go into marriage expecting what bd is saying expecting this person to be their sex toy expecting this person to be on demand and do you know just how not on demand a husband or <laughs> wife is do you know the 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 woven intricacies within being a husband and wife do you know how, do you know how much energy it costs to be a husband to be a family man do you know how much energy it requires you're not gonna be in uh, people lie people be talking about y'all just gonna be like jackrabbits not in your 30s <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You have to have realist expectations of sex or you're going to be disappointed. And a lot of people thinking, and oh man, <clears throat> I, I see it. I hear it all the time. Josh, the wedding was so amazing. I just can't, I, Josh, I just can't wait to rip that dress off for her, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Coach, man, you know, I just thought it was going to be a mandingo in there, coach. You know what I'm saying? And then when you get mm -hmm. into the, and you get into that bedroom and the expectations are not up to par. Now, all of a sudden, you have an awkward moment of silence. And it's not because you put that thing to death and you put that thing away. And you have to give a moment of silence to that thing because you put it down. No, it's a moment of silence realizing that is it even going to go down? <laughs> or he still hasn't got up or, you know, what happened? You know, it's a lot of stuff, man, that you have to. A lot of to, stuff can happen. A lot of stuff can happen. So you have to go into marriage with a clean slate on your mind. No expectations sexually. Don't even think about expectation sexually. If you marry right now, you about, you engage, but don't have no expectation of sex. Even if you had sex with them previous, no expectation because it's different on the other side. It is. It's a lot of stuff that you deal with in marriage <clears throat> that you're not dealing with when you're single. Even if y'all are together, if you're not living together, especially, there's stuff that you're going to be dealing with that you wasn't dealing with then. Lust Both has... If are her. Lust is yeah. like... Lust is one of those things that overly hypes regular stuff so when you're in a lustful spirit if you're in a lustful moment things are hyped you see what i'm saying you ever been with a man ladies and as soon as he goes all of a sudden everything that he pr primed you up for is out the window too <laughs> that all that smooth talking flowers dates all that stuff was sperm talking to him let us out that's all that is and so what happens is you thinking that he's investing you until that nut is bust. Now, all of a sudden you're looking at him like, what happened? He's looking at you like, who am I with? You see what I'm saying? Or you got these women out here. You see what I'm saying? It's only utilizing you for your money, utilizing you for your assets, utilizing you for your, for your whatever. And all of a sudden, as soon as she gets that bag, as soon as she gets whatever from you, you ain't heard from her in a couple of days. 
Mm-hmm. Man, this stuff is serious. And any the enemy knows, the devil knows any significant moment leads to a significant memory. And significant memories build significant momentum, meaning emotional momentum. It takes one mention of an ex name and you married and you trigger. Now you upset for two days. Really get over that person because emotions are involved. You got to open up those emotional floodgates and process those things. Take each significant situation and mentally process it. Give it to God. Repent from your involvement in it. Forgive them because forgiveness is giving you the opportunity to go forward and, and allow yourself time to heal. I don't care if it's crunch time. I don't care if it's game five, game six in the NBA playoffs. You sit down and rest yourself because it could cost you years. And all of a sudden, you mad at God at why you single. And God's like, you ain't healed up yet. Right. So that's enough for the emotion. I thought I was going to go a little bit deeper than that, but I think we went as deep as we could. Mm. The physical. Oh, the physical, BD. Mm -hmm. I have have two questions for the physical Okay Number one, are you physically ready or in shape enough to make love? We don't want y'all to be catching cramps (laughs) We don't don't, don't want y'all out here, man, this close to a heart attack, man we, we, we need you to be able to at least go from glory to glory, position to position Some of y'all, y'all only in shape for one position Y'all only good for the missionary. That's all y'all good for because y'all out of shape. And Lord knows, fellas, if you're going to let me, parents, if you got kids watching, this is the point of the podcast where you tell them they should have been not watching. You know what I'm saying? But listen, man, the bottom is going to be lazy. You know, the person at the bottom is going to be, they, they, but if you're going to be on top, you got to be on, you got to be in shape. If you, if you're going to be the one, if you're going to be trying to hold people up and do all this kind of stuff, you got to be in shape for this. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to burn out and talking about you can't you can't take your sexual intimacy with your wife or husband to the next level because you out of shape. Come on, man. Sexual experience should be an evolving experience because you have endurance. You're able to endure to the end. You know what I'm saying? So are you physically ready or in shape enough to make love? Man, I you don't, man, come on, man. Ladies and men included. Y'all got to make sure that y'all ready physically, physically ready, healthy, like able to do this thing because you don't want to cause a sexual frustration or a strain in your husband and wife because you're not able to have sex. They want to have sex with you, but your insecurities, your overeating, your emotional eating has gotten away and you're not physically in shape to do it. And now your husband who's going to the gym and your wife who's going to the gym, she's ready to go. But she's on average only gets two to three minutes from you. When are you gonna get to that five minute marker, brother? That <laughs> ten minute. Give, get, get, when's she gonna be short winded? You bro, after she done had sex, she able to go to the gym, bro. It should be a point where you have sex with her. She gonna be like, man, I'm sleep. Have you put her to bed lately? Or did she out there writing a book? Is she out there doing more work, cleaning the house? Cause two minutes, two and a half minutes. Come on, man. It's expected from us virgins that's got married, but we're talking about as we grow. I'm growing from glory to glory. We all got to grow. You see what I'm saying? But you got to be physically fit, man. You got to make sure you do your best because, man, you want to have sex 40 years from now. Any words you have, (laughs) BD? 
for the most part, I'm going to leave this one alone. My parents sometimes watch the podcast. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Um, hey, hey, Miss Dixon. Hey, Miss Dixon. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Miss Dixon. Hope you but get no. some of this. I'm just joking. <laughs> but there, I mean, there is, um, there is definitely some truth in there, like, especially from the standpoint of, you know, keeping yourself in physical condition because that can affect, you know, your interest intimacy with your your spouse like if you are you know not in this kind of shape that you think you should be in if you're insecure about your body because you overeat and because you don't work out and you don't really because you don't feel sexy because of that and you don't really want to you know make love to your husband well that's you know that's a disservice to him that's not necessarily fair to him and vice versa you know with the man if you're not working out you're not feeling confident i don't think it affects us as much it might affect some guys but probably more so women would be more affected and to the point where they don't want to get intimate because of the way that they feel about their body so and if a man loves you for you <clears throat> see what i'm saying we're not talking about the superficial stuff right but if a man loves you for you he'll he'll make you secure he'll make you ready and it right. goes to my next point which 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 is just bear with me is important. Are you physically attractive enough for lovemaking? People didn't let go of their singleness for you to let go in your marriage. Mm. You over there letting yourself go. That's selfish, yo. That's selfish. Do you know how selfish it is to gain weight from emotional issues that wasn't even caused by your significant other? You see what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. We're going to go through seasons and series of our life where things happen. You may add 5, 10 here. You see what I'm saying? You may lose 5 or 10 there. <clears throat> but when you're, when, you're, when you're just not what I saw when I signed up and you're not doing nothing about that, you're putting a sexual physical, you're putting a sexual strain on your relationship. You see what I'm saying? You got to be physically attractive, man. Like, we're not sitting there saying you got to have the perfect physique. Just be what your wife or husband signed up for. Now. Maintain that. I'm going to hop in. I want to make sure that we're clear. You know, like, look. Marriage, you're going to be married to this person for a long time. Yeah. Okay? And life is going to happen. Okay? The women, especially... Mm-hmm. They give birth to children. Yeah. And that changes their body. Mm-hmm. Period. Right? And sometimes no amount of exercise, no amount of anything can bring the body back to how it was. Of course. When of course. you originally dated the person. Of course. So I'm not we're not saying oh, like we're no. expecting you to stay looking like you were at twenty five no. when you're fifty six. Like no. no. Even not. late thirties, <clears throat> maybe. Like I said, my wife has given me four kids. I don't expect her to look how she exactly. did the day that we got married. But what I will say is that she is, you know, she is cognizant of it. She's not insecure about it. I don't think she's insecure about it. She might be. Maybe a little bit. But she is, you know, actively, hey, all right, I'm going to get in the gym. Hey, I want to be a vegan and ruin my husband's life. Hey, you know, I'm going to make sure I don't want to just, I don't want to just let myself Go and there we not go. Here anymore. That's that's the sentence. Right. That's the part of the sentence we're talking about. You want to still care, like it's not. Oh, I have to stay how I was looking at twenty five, but I still care about how I look to my significant other. 
I know it's not the most important thing because it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Relationship with God, intimacy with that person, emotional connection, purpose, all of that. Those are more important. But it's a thing. You do want to be aware of don't don't get married and just let yourself go. Oh, I got them. You know what I mean? Now I'm going to eat the cheeseburgers and the, the, the milkshakes at night. Like, I got him. He's got to deal with this. This is all you getting for the rest of your life. Bruh, that's not cool. That's evil. Same for men. Don't get married. Oh, I'm married now. You used to have the six pack. You used to keep the waves in your hair. Now you don't care. <clears throat> you know, you just let yourself go. You get fat. Oh, dad bod? Yeah, I got a dad bod. I'm cool. It's no problem. Look. You might look, I mean, you might have that, but I'm not saying you're just in the wrong, but don't just be 300 pounds. Don't be 400 pounds. Not only does that make you not attractive to your spouse, but that's unhealthy. You need to be cognizant of the fact that I want to be with this person for years to come. I don't want to be in my 60s and I'm going on to glory and leaving my wife behind. I'm trying to be with my wife as long as I possibly can. That's why, you know, I'm rocking with her. She wants to go vegan. You know what, babe? I love meat and I really don't want to do it. But you know what I do want? I want to be with you as long as I possibly as can. As so if this can help me be with you longer, I'm a rock with it. Yeah. You can't let yourself go and not care. <clears throat> That's selfish. Right. And some people, you'll be surprised how many people do that. Yeah. I got you and I'm not doing nothing. I'm going to let myself go. And now that person has to deal with the frustration between faithfulness expectations from God and these women out here that's that's flirting with them. You see what I'm saying? You can't put men or women in that situation where you're letting yourself go. Now, if you go through a season or a period, but you got to think legacy. You got to think like BD says, hey man, am I going to be here for my children's children? Am I going to be able to live as long as I was supposed to live here from God's vantage point? Come on, man. You got to be physically attractive. And we're not talking about perfection. You see what I'm saying? We're just talking about maintaining in the level that y'all both are okay with. You see what I'm saying? Because she, you don't want to put unnecessary stress on your husband or your wife because you're letting yourself go due to some emotional stuff that you should have dealt with before you even got married. Now, life is going to happen, but you have to have a strong connection with God to be able to endure the turbulence of life. Life is going to hit you. But if you don't, if you ain't used to taking hits, Man, you ain't being trained by the Holy Ghost. Listen, you're going to be, listen, when you're in the ring of life, you're going to get hit. Absolutely. You're going to get hit and it's going to hit you hard, but you got to be able to punch back. You got to learn how to bob and weave. You got to know how to duck. You got to know how to be a defensive fighter. You got to, you got to learn from those beatdowns of the past. So that when you get, you got to, you got to get beat down in your singleness, get in some fights, go through life. If you even pursue your purpose, you're going to go through some resistance and fights. Go through that stuff. So when you go through the turbulences of marriage, you you ain't you ain't you ain't new to these punches. You you got hit like this before. It may be in a different category because you in a heavyweight division, because you in marriage, but you got a support team now, a support person. <clears throat> so that's what we're trying to get you through. Life is going to hit you, but you got to be prepared to take those hits and keep moving forward. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, what's his name? Off Rocky. You got to be able to take the hits and keep moving forward. I feel like I should know that right. That's from Greed. I love Rocky movies. Greed, I mean, it's from Greed. I mean, Creed. <laughs> Lord, Creed. I'm hungry. <laughs> 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 that vegan talk got me full of, get me greedy. Right. 
Okay. So those are the points, man. That's part two. Next time we're gonna talk about where's those where that paper at? Lord, I done lost the paper again. Oh, here it is. I just found see, I just found the part twos in scraps in in uh sacred uh text. Sacred text. Sacred text. Scribes. Oh, the scribes, man. Oh, did I lose that paper again? Ah, oh, boy. I mean, it's in the house because I only been but so far. But the Dead Sea Scrolls. Are the Dead, dead Sea Scrolls, man. I'm dead again. <laughs> we're going to be talking about, man, we're, anyway, we're going to be talking about the false expectations of lovemaking. If I can find those okay. notes. So stay tuned. Mm. Stay tuned for part three. It may come in December, but we're going <laughs> to... It's coming. It's coming. Just know that it's coming. All right. We're going to keep it moving. I hope that uh, was edifying for somebody out there. Hope you guys got something from it. But now we're going to talk about something that's taken the world by storm. It's a debate unlike anything we have experienced since that dress that was either white or blue. You remember that? Oh, yeah, that meme. Bruh, I was like, bruh, y'all dumb if y'all see, what was it, blue? Yeah, I don't even remember which one I saw. I thought, I think I thought it was white, white and gold. That's I think I, I think it was white and gold. No, but they said it was actually blue and black. Hey, bro, who cares? Anyway, since then, there has been no f- more intense debate. It is the new chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Hmm. And whether or not it has dethroned the reigning champion of chicken sandwiches for decades, Josh, Chick-fil-A has held the belt. But they've got a contender now. Mm. We went and tried both sandwiches. We tried to do a uh, video review. It did not work as we planned. This guy. I will take the blame for that one. I forgot my headphones. So the audio has Josh talking and then I'm talking and it's not working. So I don't know. I might show some video clips or something like that. But uh, we definitely tried both sandwiches. Okay. We're going to talk about what we think. Who has the best chicken sandwich? Josh, how do you feel? Because there's a lot of people out here saying that the Popeye's chicken sandwich is now the reigning champion. Come on, man. Y'all so disrespectful. (laughs) I don't mind if you like it better than Chick-fil-A, but don't have the audacity to say it's way better. Now, but if you're used to the GMO persuasion, if you're used to big meat, you see what I'm saying? If you're used to crunchy, if you're used to chicken sandwiches the size of your face... Chicken sandwich is big. Then, okay, I understand where you're coming from. But if you're looking for something that just gets you going, gets you through, doesn't put you into the full department, just keeps you going, keeps you, it keeps you steady. Mm-hmm. Bro, man, all this hype I saw online was so disrespectful to God's chicken. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm like, bro, like, don't get me wrong, BD. Right. I opened that bag and I was shook. I opened up that Popeye's. You was there. Yeah. I said, man, this sandwich is huge, bro. Right, right. And I was like, bruh, I was like, man, this ain't real chicken. That's from <laughs> that what the health. That's that's that chicken from that's there. That's that what the health chicken. That's right that there. what the health chicken, bro. That's that bruh. injected chicken. <clears throat> that's right that there. injected chicken. But oh, when I bite into that, when I bit into that GMO filled chicken sandwich, 
That bread was so buttery and nice and soft, BD. Mm-hmm. I think what makes what okay the what made the Popeyes chicken close, if not equal, in my opinion, is that it has a different texture. Right. The pickles was different. The t- oh man, there's nothing like if you're craving a crunch, that's a chicken mm-hmm. sandwich I'm going to. If I'm craving right. flavor, Chick Fil A's a sandwich I'm going to. See, what right. I'm saying that's the difference with me. I think. I, I still give Chick-fil-A an edge because it's God's chicken. Mm-hmm. But if I want to get a crunch of the world, I'm going to go to Popeye's. But if I want to stick to my holiness and full of flavor and being seasoned like the salt of the earth, right, go on to Chick-fil-A. But honestly, bro, it was an amazing experience, bro. I was in line for 45 minutes. See? That's something that you have to take into effect. Okay. You can come up with a good chicken sandwich, but logistics. Logistics. Okay, do you have the infrastructure to handle the increased demand? Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches? been about this life, yo. Chick Fil A's been doing this. God's supporting them. You, those are not real Chick Fil A employees. Those are angels in the flesh. Wow. <laughs> How do you think those lines be going so quick? Mm, angels with a tablet. Angels with a tablet. You see what I'm saying? Taking your order. Come on, man. God ain't in Popeye's. That's why I'm like, bruh, because I'm a Christian, I'm Chick- Chick-fil-A's going to always be better. But Popeye's, they better hope Chick-fil-A don't start doing no bone-in chicken. Mm. Imagine biting into a leg or a thigh, depending on your preference, maybe breast or a wing. Mm-hmm. And you taste those flavors. Oh, they're spicy chicken sound. Oh, they spicy chicken with the bone in. Oh, they bet they better not come out with no spicy chicken wings. It's Ooh, a it's a wrap. Chick-fil-A, if you are listening to the God, Good Guys podcast, and I know you are, because you know that we are food connoisseurs and we come up with ingenious ideas. Okay. If you're listening to the Good Guys podcast, right? It's time for you to rise up, yes. okay? Popeyes came for your head they with can. that chicken sandwich. That did. chicken sandwich What's from good? Popeyes really good. was a direct shot at your head. They put it in the same bag, okay? They put the two pickles and they one-upped you because their pickles are a little bit thicker. The pickles are thicker and better than yours, Chick-fil-A. I must admit. They came with the bun and they one-upped you because they've got the brioche bun. With the brioche. That's Greek for something in the Bible. Brioche. Hey. They knew that you were the only ones with a chicken sandwich with a real thick chicken patty and they one-upped you. That chicken patty is huge. It's injected with steroids. They came for you, Chick-fil-A. It is time for you to clap back. Do not take this uh, sitting down. Do not try to be like Christ and turn the other cheek, Chick-fil-A. You clap back. It is time to strike back with a righteous indignation, Chick-fil-A. Righteous, bro. Not (laughs) righteous. Jesus, the right side of the Father. The right yes, but when they came into the temple and they were selling other goods, Jesus came through and he wrecked shop. 
He kicked tables over. He drove them out. And that's what it's time for you to do, Chick-fil-A. BD, I'm so glad you went to that text. I'm glad I didn't interrupt you on that text because that's powerful. You go into a Popeye's and y'all riot. You no 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 no. The violent, you know what I'm saying? You don't you don't go in there violently, even though the violent take it by force. Mm-hmm. This is what you do, Chick-fil-A. From here on out, all the breasts that you take off of these chickens, you grab the wings too. You grab those scraps. And you make some spicy buffalo chicken wings. You hear me? You, you, no, 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 no. This is what you do. This is what you do. You let Popeyes get their uh, margins up. You Mm -hmm. let them feel like they're the king of the chicken sandwich. Let them rejoice in the glory because you know what happens before a fall? Pride. Mm. They don't have the infrastructure that you do. They don't don't have the common courtesy like you do. They don't have the customer service. They don't, listen. Extremely rude. Listen. I ain't even I ain't even want to ask for no sauce because I just knew I wasn't gonna get none. They're not gonna give you sauce. Oh, that'll be twenty five cents. No, a pop. And when I was in the line, the lady was asking that the lady in front of you take off because she left her debit card. Now she probably felt guilty because a man of God pulled up, and I'm pretty sure she <laughs> wanted to get her a chicken sandwich or two herself on somebody else's card. But That's when right. you go to Chick Fil A, you just gotta trust in what got you to number one. That's right. You don't compete with nobody, Chick-fil-A. <clears throat> you not just make Chick-fil-A. You put them to death. Popeyes is hanging on their chinny-chin-chin, bro. Uh-huh. They are hanging on by a thread. If you come out with bone-in chicken... With that spicy breading that they use for the spicy chicken sandwich, give it just a little crisp. Just a little crisp. <sighs> a little crisp. It's a wrap. You put them out. Popeyes. You put them out with a smile. Okay? That's, right. That's what you do. But man, that chicken was close. Man, that chicken was so good, bro. <laughs> that chicken sandwich was so good. Yeah, that, that chicken Yeah, was man. Chick-fil-A, 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 listen, man. If if you got God's chicken, man, you don't make look don't make God look bad. Don't get me wrong. Y'all still gonna have them lines wrapped around. See what I'm saying? That's right. But if you want to knock them out. Because man, I ain't seen Popeyes rap lines wrapped. Every time I walk past a Popeyes, it's pretty much no cars there. Never, <laughs> never. And now they, uh, bro, I'm like, bro, y'all don't. They're not. They're not gonna last long. I tried to get a sandwich this past weekend, and the Popeyes where I'm at was out of the chicken sandwiches. It was so empty. I pulled up and I was excited because I've heard, you know, the stories of Popeyes. The lines wrapped around the building. I pull up, there's no line. I'm like, oh, bet. It was like one or two cars in front of me, and I saw both of them immediately come to the window and pull off. Bruh. And I said, there must be something afoot. Has, and I looked at the sign, mm-hmm. and it said, we don't have any more chicken sandwiches. Has and Chick- I, too, pulled off. Has Chick-fil-A ever failed you? If Chick-fil-A, if Chick-fil-A ran out of chicken sandwich, I'm getting the nuggets. If I True. find out, oh, the chicken nuggets, oh, y'all don't got no more chicken sandwiches? Okay. Let me go ahead and I'm get. I'm still them. eating there. Let me go get them three strips. Those four strips. Let me get the twelve piece nuggets. Let me get the twelve piece strip. Let me get two large fries. You see what I'm saying? And, and give me a medium lemonade. Hey man, good. y'all got any buns? I know y'all not got no chicken. Let me put these three strips in a bun. Same thing. 
There you go. You see what I'm saying? Let me get that new mac and cheese. Let me let me go get me two things of fries. I'm not just going to go there looking for your main dish and then pull off. If you have good bone-in chicken, at least let me get an eight-piece. Let me get at least, at least get a two-piece, two-size. If you still, if you that good, Popeyes, why people are disappointed in driving off when you don't have a sandwich? Come on. Why didn't nobody want the strips? They got chicken strips. What about your po' boys? Nobody wants... <laughs> <laughs> Probably done forgot how to make a po' boy. No, no, what about y'all po' boys, boys bro? Nobody's about... ordered that in the last month, Bruh, If Chick Fil A come out with what I what I know they should come, Bruh, Let's just let's just imagine getting a ten piece bucket of chicken from Chick Fil A. KFC is out of the Sunday conversation. Out, Bruh. Bro, no, it don't matter if Pop, Chick-fil-A not even open on Sundays, bro. I'm getting a bucket of chicken on Saturday. I'll get a bucket on Saturday night, and it's going down on Sunday. Imagine imagine the flavors on that chicken, bro. The spicy chicken breading. Oh, you just add a little bit of crunchiness to it. Just a little crunch, man. I just want to hear a little crunch. I don't want all that. Just a little, not too much. Not too much. Man. I don't want the extra crisp. Oh, I don't want. Man. I don't even need all the Popeyes crunch. Just a little just crunch. A little crunch. Oh man! Imagine just. But I'll hold that bucket, bro. I think this is the new campaign that we we're still on Christmas. No, BD. Okay. BD, here it is. Here it is. This is what Chick Fil A needs to do. The bucket of chicken, right? Mm-hmm. If I get a ten piece. Do you mean to tell me that I can get uh, four pieces of that that honey uh, mini chicken bread? What's that bread they put in a mini, they chicken minis? Make that into a roll. <laughs> Bruh, if they turn that into a roll. See, Chick- I know what Chick-fil-A's doing. They're, they're, set, they're setting Popeye's up to fail. You mean to tell me those chicken minis have been in the breakfast hours alone? And you mean to tell me Chick-fil-A has yet to bring that? They were waiting for Popeye's to strike. They was waiting for y'all to try the king. Y'all, if y'all gonna shoot at the king, y'all best not miss. You better not miss. Cause you know Chick-fil-A was waiting. Oh, we about to roll out this mac. Don't be fooled by that mac and cheese. That mac and cheese is the setup. <laughs> Chick-fil-A put that mac and cheese out there just to set y'all up because he is coming. It's coming. That bucket of chicken with those with that sweet roll is coming with the baked beans. Oh. And the mac and beans, cheese. They already got the coleslaw. Oh, oh, I know. I, I if green oh the green beans I know from Chick-fil-A. Oh, with the spoon. <laughs> Popeyes, Chick-fil-A. You should have y'all should have thought twice about this, bro. This, along with Krispy Kreme, are the two campaigns that we as the Good Guys Podcast will push until it happens. You can't take this sitting down, Chick-fil-A. You have to clap back, and you have the wherewithal to do so. I had the mac and cheese. Now, it's not your grandma's mac and cheese. It's not your mom's mac and cheese, but it's probably the best mac and cheese that you will get at a fast food restaurant. They, they, they put some effort into the mac and cheese. So that tells me that they are capable 
Okay, they did research with that mac and cheese. Like we said, I don't know if they went to the grandmas of the AME Zion of the, the Ebenezer the Church of the Holy Nazarene of the worlds, but they did research. Okay, so they're going to do research. Do research, Chick-fil-A. Get the spicy fried chicken bucket. Okay, come with the mac and cheese. You've got the coleslaw. Come with some good green beans no, 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 and no, no, turn no, 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 that no, no, cinnamon no, 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 uh, roll. Put the, bruh, bruh. If you need to put Boston Market to death too, you got to get that sweet potato casserole and that creamy spinach. That's what you should do. If they That's get that sweet do. potato with the mush with the marshmallows, oh, oh man, Chick the mac and cheese oh. with that sweet potato casserole, a bucket of spicy and bone the sweet and chicken. Rolls. And I still can get a chicken sandwich. <sighs> Chick-fil-A. Come on. We got to get a seat at the table with them too. Imagine Bruh. that sweet potato casserole. You know what I would get if they did this? I might not get a chicken sandwich for at least a month. Probably not. Probably not. And you know what I would probably never get again in my life? What's that? Popeye's. Never like the, I haven't been to Popeyes in years, bro. The only time I went to Popeyes for was was for their fried Oreos. That was it. Did I get it? Did I get chicken? No. Let me pass a Bojangles. And not even think about considering. <laughs> Every time I pass if a Bojangles, Bojangles came out with a chicken sandwich and it was not number one, they should. Number two, if they came out with one and it wasn't available, I'm still getting some chicken. BD. And hook me up. Give me as many fries as you can give me. Bruh. And if it's not too much to ask, can you give me not a regular biscuit, but a cinnamon biscuit? Bruh, I've been, I've been playing that card since I heard about it. I've never ate a regular biscuit at Bojangles. <laughs> I haven't had a regular biscuit at Bojangles unless I had the Cajun filet. But, oh my gosh, BD. You know what I'm going to ask Bojangles next time? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like put, I know where you're going. Put my Chick Fil A, put my not my Chick Fil A, put my Cajun Fillet chicken in between a cinnamon biscuit. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Oh <laughs> man, I'm gonna ask him. Put it in between a Bowberry biscuit, maybe, but don't with no icing. No, no, put icing on that. That's, that's gonna be good, bro. That's gonna be good. You think so? I think so. Light icing. Oh, because I mean, I normally put jelly on my chicken biscuit, but instead of the sweetness of the jelly, just some of the sweetness of the glaze with the biscuit. And if you and if you're not strong enough to ask like me, just ask for a, a cinnamon, a, a cinnamon biscuit. Mm-hmm. Get you a Cajun fillet biscuit. There you go. And then take the chicken, cut the other one in half. Ask for a knife, a little plastic knife. Switch it out. Switch it out. I'm gonna I'm go. I'm gonna go to my plug at the Bojangles Street for my school. I helped. Mm-hmm. I helped her son out many times. I'm gonna ask her if she'll do that for me if she won't judge me. Bruh, <laughs> you know that's good, but you can't have it till Saturday. <laughs> I can't even have it then. I don't have a Bojangles up here, so down here, down here now. Man, bro, Chick Fil A. This is what you need to do: bone in chicken chicken wings a year later right but when you bring out your bucket of chicken these are the size you need to have don't you dare go the cornbread route don't even think about going the cornbread route no 
Don't go the biscuit route. You oh, go. You have everything you need. You have everything you need. These are the size Bojangles need to have. I mean, whoa, whoa, Lord, I feel you. I hear you, Lord. These are the size uh-huh. Chick Fil A needs to have. The spinach casserole. Yes. The the uh, sweet potato casserole. Yes. Bruh. Go to Boston Market and steal their recipes. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. And you got the legal. Just get up. Just get the sides. Just get the sides and take it back to the lab. Take Break it back that to thing lab. down. Spinach by spinach. Sweet potato. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all smushy. Baked beans. And you need you need another well they got the macaroni and cheese, but boy, if, oh if they have mashed potatoes and gravy. Hmm. Hmm. You'd have to steal that from Boston Market too, because they actually have good mashed potatoes and gravy. Cause I know Chick-fil-A would make sure their mashed potatoes have the chunks in there. It's gonna be real potatoes in there. Right. I trust them. I, I don't I don't want to leave here until they do this. Right. Y'all in this lifetime. In this lifetime. Bruh, imagine if Chick-fil-A during Thanksgiving did their turkeys. With the spicy chicken breading, fried turkeys. Chick-fil-A, it is time, man. It's time. It's, it's time. time. Y'all are considered y'all not even considered a, a fast food. Y'all considered a diner now. <clears throat> Not a diner. Uh, um, I forgot what they said in the paper. But come on, man. It's time. You, for years. For years. Y'all, okay. y'all gave us you great... You have stood alone. Yes. And other establishments, other dining establishments held you in high reverence and regard. And they left you alone. They left the throne alone. And you sat and you reigned peacefully. But one has risen. Oh, that bullet! They uh, didn't. They didn't. They didn't get you in the face. They the bullet passed you in the head. They got close to taking you out. Look, they aimed for your head, and they got close. It okay. grazed you, bro. Everyone else has just left you alone and let you reign in peace. Popeyes rose up and said, "I'm coming for the king," and they took their shot, Chick Fil A, and they 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 they. they Barely missed. They about got you. If you want to say they missed, because there's a lot of people out here saying that that Popeye's chicken sandwich was better. Okay, so it's time for they they for them to have woken up the sleeping <clears throat> bear, the sleeping giant. You guys have to rise up. No, no, BD. No, when they go low, you go lower. That's right. You go you lower. Back. If they're gonna come to your Chick, they they gonna come for your sandwich. You come for their bone ends. That's you, it. You go. You said, "Oh, you gonna come for my chicken sandwich?" I was gonna let y'all make some money. We was gonna let y'all have it. We was gonna let y'all have the bone in chicken. We weren't even thinking about because Chick Fil A, they know they can come and smash your lane if they want to, but they let you have that lane. But you had to come and try to come up in our lane, okay? Messing up with the monopoly that we have over the chicken sandwich industry. And now it's time. Y'all done mess with Chick-fil-A. For you, Chick-fil-A. Y'all done mess with Chick-fil-A's tithes and offerings. See? When you start messing with the money, you could talk about their their opinions about the LGBT community. You could talk about their them closing those Sundays. But what you should have never done mm. is touch their chicken sandwich. Now you must die. All right, J.E., quick one's got to go. Chicken sandwiches. Ooh. BD, hold on. Prepare. I wasn't prepared for this. Give, uh, give, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> get, get this. All right, all right, all right, bro. All right. 
I'm ready. There can only be two. I hate to say it. Chick-fil-A. Mm. Or Popeye's. In a vacuum. Popeye's gotta go. Bro, I'm probably never gonna get that sandwich again, bro. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> that was it. I was like, that made me uncomfortable. I'm like, bro, this can't be real chicken. And yeah, maybe the maybe it's the maybe the breading is what made it thicker. But I was like, bro, this sandwich is this big, and it's just bread, pickle, <laughs> and chicken. Right. And plus, y'all was four dollars and something. I'm like, bro, what what you doing? Yeah, I think. Like pound for pound, it might be a slightly better. It's definitely. Don't get me wrong. When, when we're talking about Popeyes, had years to study. Right. See what I'm saying. So they, their chicken sandwich. If I if I can be honest with you, it all depends on what you want. Right. If I want a crunchy, pound for pound bigger sandwich. And I want to go take a nap. I'm going to Popeyes. The only thing that messed up Popeyes is I'm never going to get a meal from you because your fries are trash. Yeah. If you're gonna, really if you're gonna, if you're gonna upgrade your chicken sandwich up, if they would have came out with waffle fries, uh, that would have been just downright disrespectful. disrespectful. But but honestly, bro, the only thing the Chick Fil A got those fries, bro, and they got that lemonade. And they've got that customer service. And they got that customer service. If I really want to feel good about life, I'm gonna go to Chick Fil A <laughs> nine times a day. I don't like being treated rude. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't, if you rude to me at the window, how rude is your cook with the sandwiches? Mm. You see what I'm saying? True. Like, like I, I, I start questioning things. If you don't like being at the window, I know the cook don't like being back there in that heat and where the stove and oven is. True. So did the pickles drop on the floor before they put on my bun? Has the bread been out? Has it has is there flies back there? Also, sanitation rating matters. Oh man, the because wh- Chick Fil A, I seldom see one below one hundred. Seldom. The Popeyes I went to ninety one. <laughs> oh. Ninety one, and about time and about time I saw the sign. I'm stuck in line. Right, I've been in line for thirty seven minutes. I'm not leaving. If I'd have known the the video wasn't gonna come out, I would have got two sandwiches from Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got my spicy chicken sandwich, did my original chicken sandwich, and a large fry. Mm. Oh man, that sound! Oh lord, I probably honest. If I'm honest with you, BD, I'll probably never go back to Popeyes even for the chicken sandwich again. I just can't just have a sandwich. I gotta have fries, bro. That's the thing. Like the sandwich is cool, but I don't really want the fry. Like the Chick Fil A, the sandwich is banging. The fries, banging. Mm. The lemonade, banging. Like I need all of that. It's a part of the chicken sandwich experience. And y'all didn't have it all the way through. So even though that chicken sandwich was huge, I just was like, bro, can I trust this chicken from a from a Popeyes? I just mm. can't, man. Chick Fil A. Even if I had a problem, remember that time I tried it the first time? I had a problem with the sandwich. She was like, well, you didn't get the sauce? And I was mm. like, no, ma'am. I was looking to her eyes to see if she would be like, well, we'll take it from you. Get you another one. She just looked at me. I looked at her. She looked back at me. I was like, oh, <laughs> I probably should drive now, huh? 
And, yeah, right. And I, I don't think I met Chick-fil-A. It looks like I met Chick-fil-A. Man, I'm looking Chick-fil-A, at the bag. They, it looks like they, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A got such deep discernment that if they even sense that I'm not happy. Oh, they're taking it back. Oh, just, just give me that one back. We'll get you another one. Don't worry about it. It's so bad at Chick-fil-A that my wife be abusing the system. I'm like, Ooh. man, be asking for 12 sauces. I'm like, just because they're going to give it to you don't mean you should ask for that many. I can't. I can't. I can't discriminate there because I asked for Man, maybe I, not 12, but I normally ask for about eight. And she was like, she told me something that's changed my, they're a business, Josh. They're supposed to serve us. But I'm like, those sauces cost money. And I'm like, do y'all really need 12? Every fry needs his own sauce packet. <laughs> every, every bite of a chicken salad needs his own sauce packet. Man. All right, we got to stop talking about this. I'm trying to go vegan. That's your dumb fault. <laughs> Ain't nobody tell. Did you pray about it? Nope. I did not. But if man, if Chick Fil A, I bet you Chick Fil A's vegan sandwich would be so good. Probably would still find a way to be good. Still find a way to feel like chicken. <laughs> right. Tastes like chicken. Like man, I might go vegan if they sandwich that good. Mm. Bone in chicken. All right. But man, Chick Fil A. If I can get a bucket of chicken, can I get a ten piece, six rolls? Oh, man, I know it's going to be a lot of money, but I'll pay for that once a week. Whatever the cost. It's going to be $16.99. It's going to be like $16, $17 for a 10-piece. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> All right, listen. Josh, do you have a weekly nugget of truth for the people? Listen, man, you guys got to understand that there's a season and time for everything. Don't waste the beautiful season that you have rushing to another season. Because sufficient is the trouble of tomorrow. You see what I'm saying? When you, I mean, sufficient of the trouble of today. You have enough things to deal with today than rush into the things you want tomorrow. Take your time. Time is on your side. Prepare and position yourself to prosper for a long period of time. That's it, BD. All right. And that's all we've got for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. I hope you got something out of it. And I hope that you will, if you have not done so already, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell so that you get the post notifications, share the content, like the con- uh, content, leave a comment, engage with us. I don't think we've commented on any of the videos from last week. I'll have to do that. But we try to engage back with you guys. So leave a comment, share the, com- uh, the, the videos, help us grow here at the Good Guys Podcast, okay? Uh, let us know which uh, chicken sandwich you like better let us know which one's gotta go okay let us know what you got from the uh, are you ready to make love uh the, the, the discussion okay other than that my name is brandon dixon i am a hump, uh, happily married man and a humble father of four he is joshua ezzy he is happily married as well we know him as slim rev and the reverend we're the good guys podcast we are out just pray over your food folks you'll be okay Peace.